Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Well, I don't think Transnet's got a CEO. Uh, Porsche Derby's, uh, Derby's resignation was announced by the state-owned logistics at the end of last week after recent mounting pressure to step down that she faced as the company battled to turn the corner. So the United National Transport Union has said that the resignation came as no surprise. But uh, what is happening at uh, some of the state organizations? Uh, it's a, I don't think Eskim's got a, a CEO either. What does it mean? Does it mean that nobody wants to take it on? Well, I mean, is it, should it be a surprise considering what went on with Andre Dureta? Well, uh, Tamasanga Malinga, author and political uh, consultant, a very, very good morning to you. Thanks for joining us once again. How are you? I'm fine and yourself, Howard, and good morning to the listeners. So, I mean, this really shouldn't come as a surprise. Who would, in their right mind, want to take over Transnet now? Can you only imagine uh, what what that must be like? <laughs> you know, the only people that would want to take over a, a, a um, an SOE right now are the people that um, the minister wants. Um, if you take a look, for example, in the in the ESCOM situation, you find the minister now interfering in, in, in the selection process where he's gone as far as telling the board that they appoint, the, 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 the incumbent must be someone who is above the age of 60. Um, and, and he's now overstepped his, his, you know, um, his mandate because... The board should be the one that's uh, making that determination. So that is the only people who who are who are going to be taking over those positions. Other than that, I don't think any sane South African would want to go in and 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 um, take helm at any of the state state. Um, Entities. Um, it, yeah, and, it, it and is such a so, so as you say, it's either somebody who goes in at the bequest of the minister, or maybe somebody who thinks they could also maybe just uh, add a little bit to their to their wealth, because we know the level of corruption in in many of these places. So it's it's definitely deeply problematic. Besides that, then you add to it how someone like Andre Dureta was treated. No matter what you think of him, if he was a good CEO, a terrible CEO. I don't think there's doubt that he really did try. Whether he, as I say, how good he was or not is a different conversation. But he certainly, uh, his life there wasn't made easier uh, by by many in government and within the organization. Yes, because they they certainly, um, with with Andre, um, Whatever um, happened in terms of his, um, like you're saying, whether he was good or bad, um, I, I always say that with his tenure, it goes to show that, one, there was no political willingness to solve the issue hmm. mm. in as much as there, 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 there was no um, also you know, management willingness to solve the issue. There was no management willingness because people were still at, 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 um, you know, at, at 
looking at filling their coffers and also with the political oversight as well. Everyone was still looking at filling their coffers. I mean, Andre did tell us that there were people, there were ministers in government who were like, hey, I mean, we, you, you've got to let people eat. So from both ends, you, you, you can't win. You know, the same with Portia, uh, Portia Dabi Transnet. Mm. I mean, mm. she went, she went there for, from, from, from what, what, what I observed. She went there as, 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 as a loaded gun because she, she was basically set up, go in there and fire people. She went in there, fired people and the, the cogs came off and the train fell off the, the, the rail mm. and all of a sudden she was, she, there was, pressure for her to resign and she resigned and now it was Portia um, uh, made Transnet lose millions but it was just set up for her, go in there fire people, that was a political mandate, so it shows that government, well, there was no willingness for government to actually to say to Portia go in there and solve the, the issue it was go in there and fire people and let the wheels, uh, and let the wheels fall off do you think that when she went in, she had the support, but then it just became too difficult to continue supporting her? Or was there not even the any expectation that she would achieve anything? In other words, was she just really set up for failure? She was set up for failure. Mm, mm. She was she was in there as, as, as a loaded gun to go in and get rid of people. And then she got rid of people and they have the packages. I mean, the, 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 the retrenchment packages, uh, or, or, um, the severance packages were in excess of what? 3.1 billion. Mm, mm. So, so at the end of the day, you get, she got rid of people that were in, in, in very high positions. Now there's talks of bringing in back those people. Now the, the blame is on Portia on, uh, uh, having get gotten rid of those people but that was a uh, for me that was a, a political um, mandate and we yeah. know that that political mandate came from so it was a political mandate to actually further destabilize uh, transnet there's no doubt that this suits the ANC, the African National Congress, in the sense that these, of course, are government organizations. The corruption happened under their watch. They have a duty of care uh, in terms of the electricity, in terms of the infrastructure, uh, uh, the, the rail infrastructure, etc. Coming up to the elections, I would imagine that it will now suit them to demonize the CEOs that they've had in place because what that will help them do is just to distance themselves a little bit from the total mess that uh, that has been the management of the, the SEOs. Uh, what do you think about it? Yeah, and, and, and also it would also um, help them to also revive the, 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 the state capture uh, trump card, you know, to say we are dealing with the legacy of state capture. Um, I mean, uh, an, 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 another bad uh, narrative that they are trying to yank out, which is is is, is also not working. I had Pravin Godan also trying to pull the apartheid trump card, mm, of which we, mm. we we are really tired. For 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 them, for them as 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 an, as, an, as a government, really we tired. They 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 they, they messed up. But but uh, I think one trump card that they they still going to try to pull out is is the legacy of state capture. They are going to blame this on on state capture.
and they're going to be saying these are all the results of state capture. We're tra- still trying to sort this out, and yeah, they're still going to play. What, what mark my words, they are still going to play that their state captured Trump card mm. very much. What is likely to actually happen with these organisations now? Because to find to find, as you say, a reasonable CEO is not going to be something that is is going to be easy to do unless it's one of the old tried and tested ANC uh, members who who just get put in the play in place but with very little uh, maybe ability uh, is is that what we can expect or can we still see uh, new fresh blood so to speak coming into these positions well what's going to happen is they're going to bring in um Comrades in, 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 in a fancy term of, uh, private investors. Um, we've heard now even some of the unions saying that, uh, the private sector must come in to assist Transnet, uh, in as much as, uh, Noom has just said, uh, well, we are not saying that the private sector, um, is, is, is the solution, but the private sector must immediately come in. But that, that is now another fancy term for, um, it's our turn to eat, which mm, was the, mm, uh, mm. the uh, <laughs> slogan. So it's gonna be fancy. It's 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 another sort of your uh, in in inverted commas dagazo uh, deals that are going to be we're going to be seeing here, um, where some stakes are going to be sold or are going to be privatized. Yeah, that mm, is what mm. I'm I'm foreseeing happening. No doubt, and as Ayanda said, says, yo, guys, let's go and vote next year. Listen, it's the most important thing we can do. It's, it's, you know, we can have these conversations and we need to have the conversations in order to, to unpack and to, to, to look at what's really going on and what has gone on. But at the end of it, the only way or the best way certainly is just to, to make sure that you vote. And, and uh, if you don't do that, I just worry, I, I just wonder what right anybody has to complain in truth. Go out there mm-hmm. next year. Make sure that you vote, no matter who you vote for. Just make sure that you're part of this process, and uh, maybe things can improve. We do need to leave it there. It's uh, a very, very sobering conversation. Tamasankwa Malinga, author and a political consultant, talking to us about the uh, about the lack of CEOs at some of the government organisations.